0: So I don't know if you guys know, I do, um, like once a week I have this Zoom call that I like to take outside the house. So I walk through the neighborhood down to this local park and sit down there and do it. And uh, every time that I walk down there, I take the same route down there every time And like, I guess it's like three blocks from my house, I go onto this little cul-de-sac and right on the corner there, I walk past this nice little two-story house. Uh, that I've known forever. And uh, I don't know if the family still lives there, but I did notice on the mailbox it still has the name Black. uh, And it's where Shane Black grew up. And I went to school, high school, with his youngest sister, Shannon, and I knew one of his older brothers, Sean. We all used to go to wrestling matches together. Uh,
1: Sean, Shane, and Shannon.
0: Oh, Sean, Sean, Shane, Shannon... And uh, the other, the Sheamus? oldest son's name is... No, the oldest son's name is something totally different. And, and McGillicuddy. He, yeah. No, he did... Uh, I think he was involved with Monster Squad, the movie. Uh oh. Todd. Todd Black. Uh, Todd. Yeah, so it's Todd and then Sean, Shane, Shannon. I don't know what that's about. But, <laughs> but I always think of Shane Black when I walk by. And the only time I ever met him there uh, was right after he got his lethal weapon money. And he had one of those... Oh it was the 1980s so he had one of those 1980s mustangs those square ones i really don't like them but that was the hot thing at the time so he bought himself a mustang with with lethal weapons. so uh,
1: i love yeah. shane black
0: yeah i i mean i haven't i haven't seen all of his movies of course i've seen all the lethal weapons but uh gosh.
2: i really i really uh like the nice guys that's a oh yeah, nice oh, yeah that's
0: a quality that. film yeah mm-hmm. I did enjoy that I watched that recently that was a good one I haven't
1: seen that one yet either it's got oh, Russell
0: Crowe oh, in it it's good <laughs> I like
1: Russell it's kind of similar to uh, to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang which is like the same thing but what 15 years earlier
0: <laughs> I've ne- I, you know I've never watched that me either something about you, it I don't me know me
1: either oh. what what about Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer would make you not want well, to watch a movie? That's
0: the thing that surprises me that they're I'm like, I don't remember I don't know why it was that I didn't want to watch it, but I'm like, oh, it's got the two of them. You would think I would. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: like Well, them. I'm ashamed of all of you, and uh, <laughs> it's on your list. <laughs>
3: Um, I'm Elisa and I've
1: not seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang.
2: I'm Andrew and I had seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang.
1: I'm Bethany and I have seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang.
0: I'm Cheryl and I have not seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang.
1: I'm
4: Joe and I totally thought I had seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, but I had not seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and this is, It's On My List.
1: Lisa, do you want to tell us what you thought of this movie?
3: Oh, my God. (laughs) I um, was struggling to uh, follow it for sure and then like about 20 minutes into it i just opened the imdb page and like okay somebody explain to me who is who and and why are they there and i it,
1: it was just i don't know if i've ever done
3: that so for a movie convoluted. <laughs> i don't know to I, me to me like to reading notes. the plot
1: yeah to me reading the plot while you're watching it is like opening up the the cheat book for like a video game like i don't like doing that like to me it just feels like yes but you shouldn't
3: need to do it so (laughs) i need i definitely needed it for this
0: one
1: interesting
0: i thought that i thought plot wise i mean obviously we had a framing device at the very beginning of these pulp detective novels that one of the characters has read uh and so, duh. Obviously, it's going to be set up like that. They kind of basically tell us that. But uh, it was, yeah. There was a certain point about three quarters of the way through where I was like, "Why?" <laughs> with the, just with the plot, <laughs> like, why?
1: But <laughs> like, like, why? Why so much? Or just no? Just,
0: just why? Guess, why, two, why? Why are so you doing? Why did you? to me it was like why did this is just I don't know Uh, it wasn't too convoluted per se there was a lot to it but I thought it just got really uh, I don't know what word I am looking for that will encapsulate what I thought about it Uh, (laughs) just why
4: (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty.
5: Why are we That's doing really, this?
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Would I
4: you can like to hear the... the hate mail on
1: this one? Oh, would, you like I...
0: a, would you like a brief summary of my three quarter pages? My sorry, my two third pages of notes because it's in very short.
1: <laughs> I think I think we should intersperse Cheryl's hatred throughout the podcast. It keeps it interesting. <laughs>
0: okay, well, I've yeah, got let's tux let's tux at spicy. least get
1: the,
4: the lay of the land before. Yes, well, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've got time Beth, codes,
2: Bethany. So. We need we need your your guide. Oh, this was your choice, so please yeah. guide us into what what is this. But
3: what before, before we get this? into yeah. that, like I remember when we decided on this movie and I wanted, I looked it up. Begrudgingly,
1: find, I even, will say, you all decided on this.
3: <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> even um, finding the right movie was.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I had no idea there's Idea like this was such a popular. Movie
3: and I yeah. thought, okay, what version of it? But it turns out they're not actually, uh, it's not remakes. Oh, there's no. Just, it's a style of movie. I guess that's like a well, detective. Uh, genre is called a kiss kiss bang bang kind of movie and,
0: well and there were a lot of tv episodes with the title that came up <laughs> in my searches too i was Weird. like oh, well, everybody's using but yeah these. and i looked
1: it up and it said like oh it's a it was a not a code name but yeah like a synonym for james bond or a synonym for for yeah. just spy and i'm like okay is a girl in a gun yeah <laughs>
3: And I really was hoping it was the one because I like all the scars guards. So there was one with
1: one of the. Yeah, yeah. There's another one with the scars guardsies. Yeah, but okay. But
3: we saw this one. Yay! This
1: one. So I found this back in the days of TiVo, and TiVo had this weird. Okay, (laughs) TiVo probably still has this weird feature, which is perfect for someone who's on their summer break, bored at home, and just, like, flipping through TiVo features. Um, but you can type in the name. Of course, every TV can do this now. You can type in the name of an actor or, like, a director or whatever, and TiVo will, it, like, records your shows and stuff for you, but it will look through the TV guide, like, automatically say, like, oh, uh, you, like... Tarantino movies. Well, Pulp Fiction is playing on Channel Seven, and then it'll just record it for you, so you can watch it whenever. So I had one, of course, set to Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Partly as because one, I was—I li- literally does, yeah. had only seen him in like probably Iron Man at the time, and maybe something else. And I was just like, "What else has he done?" I don't know. So I set it up, and this must have been on at probably like four in the morning on some channel, but it recorded. I watched it, and again, the first time I saw this movie, it was the TV version. (laughs) So there's a few scenes edited out. There are many words that are not said. Um, But I just loved, it It was so fun and so ridiculous. And I saw it was Shane Black, I'm like, oh, this makes sense that this would be like his precursor to, both of their precursors to Iron Man. Like it just makes absolute sense drawing that line for me to be. Uh, I But I, I guess speaking to Elisa and Cheryl, where they're like, I don't know what's happening or why or what's going on. To me, the first time I watched the movie, I probably also didn't know what's happening. I've seen this so many times now that I can tell you. But I just enjoyed the, the dialogue and the back and forth so much that I didn't even care.
0: <laughs> I mean, I generally followed what was happening. I just didn't know why any of it was happening. Like... <laughs> I didn't understand why this movie existed is basically what it comes down to.
1: I think you zoomed out a little too much, Cheryl.
0: I'll admit I was So when you watch a
1: movie, you're supposed to not think about that.
0: Yes, when I watch a movie, I I shouldn't have the opportunity to think about it.
2: I think the movie movie kind of does ask itself that because it has a very uh, meta quality in that Robert Downey Jr.'s character is narrating uh, breaking the fourth wall, and at the end, we're we're seeing that he's he's telling, he is telling the story to s- someone, something. It was, yeah, it was like a recording just, or something. Yeah, it was just kind of like, why are you telling us this story, sir? Yes, yes. <laughs> what is going
4: on?
0: <laughs> who are you? Why are you talking to me? Yeah. I kept at the end waiting for who. the
4: camera to flip around and him have someone tied to a chair for like oh. a case that they were working on that he That'd was just cool. like giving his or- an origin story as a true P.I.
0: Yes. That would have been good. <laughs> oh.
2: Yeah, but ev- ev- yeah, it is it is a um, I, I saw this movie uh, years ago. I don't think it was right when it came out. And I remember even at that point, I just went, yeah, this isn't for me. This isn't good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And uh, a lot of
2: people around me liked it, and I yeah. could not figure out why. <laughs> can not I just for give the you? Life of me.
0: Can I just give you the first real note that I made at at sixteen minutes and ten seconds? I wrote. I hate this movie.
1: <laughs> well, I think that kind of uh, I think that kind of sums it up, Cheryl. If you decide it's sixteen minutes in, there's not gonna be like a great big unicorn that's gonna turn I your kept, change your mind. I kept
0: trying though, I thought, okay, maybe something's gonna happen that's gonna be interesting and I'm gonna, you know
2: I deb- I Cheryl, I, I had a I had a similar note, and I want to share it with you, <laughs> okay. and I believe it was about the same time, 15, minutes My heart minutes hurts in. right now.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, Betty. I, I am. Now you know how is... I have felt on a couple of movies.
2: <laughs> the, the exact thing that I wrote, Jesus, what is this movie? Three question marks. <laughs> I uh, and I had seen it before. That's the thing. Yes. I had seen it before. So, and fifteen minutes so in, I'm going, me, "What is
4: this?"
0: Then, oh. then let me give you my note. Next note at 32:53. Can I just turn this off now?
1: <laughs> I think that exact qual. I think the exact quality that made Andrew write that note is the same thing that makes me love it. Where Andrew's like, "What is this?" and I'm like, "What is this?"
0: <laughs> I kept thinking of you, Bethany, and I kept just thinking, "Why does Bethany like this so much?" Like, like what, what happened to Bethany as a child? It, maybe, but but like what? What is the quality that she is finding in this that is completely eluding <laughs> me? Like what? There's something for her in this. Joe I just,
3: was like surprised that it was it was uh, Bethany's recommendation. He was like, really,
4: yeah. I, I would have put hard money on it being Andrews. Oh, that, you know, that feels I like an
1: insult at this
4: point. It does. I think it is. Well, now, here's I why, that, though. Well, yeah, looks I'll like I'll we're it.
1: weaponizing I this, by the way.
4: <laughs> and, and I feel like I need to come in soft because poor Bethany's getting ganged up on. I know it's <laughs> fine. But I'm used I'm sorry, to it. Bethany, it's just Bring it's it on. Not you, it's not
5: <laughs> like people, you. It's the movie.
4: People my age had <laughs> Reservoir Dog posters on their walls. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, okay. Should, People my age who were in film school when that movie <laughs> came out—that was the end. I'll be like, "Yeah, I want to yeah. make my Reservoir Dogs." Yeah. Cut to seven years later, that shifted to like Boondock Saints. I Ooh, feel yeah. like seven years after Boondock Saints, anyone who was in film school when this movie came out, they're like, "I want to write dialogue like
1: that." hmm mm-hmm.
4: It, it mm-hmm. was that kind of movie. That. Like I, I like going in. Shane was trying to make it too cool for school from the get-go. Yeah, And what I, I kind of, I didn't know anything about the movie. I thought I had seen it, but it, I it, don't know what I was confusing it for. But it, as the movie starts, what I thought it was going to be about was Robert Downey Jr.'s character, Harry Lockhart, who's kind of a petty thief or whatever. He gets his partner in crime killed and then stumbles into, and this did make me laugh quite a bit, he stumbles into an audition <laughs> for a role in a TV show, movie, whatever it was going to be. And ends up getting, like, called out to L.A. to audition more for it because they liked his performance in the room so much. (laughs) So I thought, like, oh, this is all going to be about this guy who's not an actor at all, who's really a thief, trying to navigate the world of Hollywood. Yeah. Ooh. And so that's what I thought the movie was going to be. And then quickly I'm like, oh, no, he's going to be a sort of private investigator. Gator and go around with Val Kilmer's character for some reason. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
4: there was a yes, curveball exactly. there for me. I was that's expecting one thing and they went a different direction. I, so. I think this
2: movie is but it is like one tenth of what what that is. Like it's it's so many different parts of it are different things and I think that's yeah. part, of, part of it for me why it doesn't click is because all those things are so separate and they never connect for me. They're just all their own different movies yeah. that are running their own plots and their own logic on what they are <laughs> like came... there, there's also like you know uh like uh a third of this movie is like a parody of itself
4: yeah and yet the yeah. rest of
2: the movie isn't that at all
4: it seemed like it was just a collection of scenes and not yes. really oh a my god there's stuff. so many
2: yeah. so many times when i was i'm looking at the screen and suddenly robert Downey jr was somewhere and i had to ask myself <laughs> how did he get here i don't ah, know cares? where he came from and how did he get here
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why did yeah, there was for me, there was a lot of why did they make that choice, like <laughs> why did they dump this body uh just randomly somewhere on the street, like this looks good, like you said, this looks good, and they just dropped this body on the street, like why would you put it there? Well,
4: for that, my mind was they wanted someone, like the authorities, to find it easily, so the bad guys couldn't get a hold of it again and try to frame them.
1: If we're thinking about the moment we're thinking about, then yes. Yes.
0: It just felt so... There's a lot of body snatching,
1: and there is, I wouldn't even call it like Plot twist because that, that gives it too much Weight but they're, like, like Joe said like Oh I thought it was going to be this movie and then it wasn't It's like you're driving down one street and then you just Take a hard left and there's a lot of like we're going Here nope we're going this way We're go- you think it's this uh, But it's that but it doesn't matter and so it's a lot It's very I don't know if it's meant to confuse You or just kind of keep you off balance The whole time but I don't Think Shane Black would be offended if you're like I wasn't really sure what was happening The whole time He'd be like, did you laugh? <laughs> and
0: the answer would be no. no. Well, twice. Twice I got a, a giggle. Twice I did. I was like, okay. oh, that made me laugh. Uh, my uh, my favorite line in the movie was, where's Perry? Because, uh, you know... <laughs> It's <laughs> like, okay. uh, and then my other favorite part of the movie was when they were uh, near the end. They go to MacArthur Park and they park along Wilshire Boulevard. And I thought, oh mm-hmm. hey, that's just where I park for Dynasty Typewriter. Right. And Sweet. I was excited. Oh yeah, by it is.
5: That.
0: <laughs> Yeah, that was that. Those were the high points of the movie for me. Uh, <laughs> did you at least
4: like the characters though? Because I yeah. I did find Robert Downey Jr. No. Uh,
0: well, look. Appealing here was, in this. Let me address the number one thing I hated most about this movie. Um, and I know I have heard this criticism of it before, I very much felt it myself. Mm. This movie is exceedingly homophobic and sexist, uh, like in a gross way. Uh, and and what I hated most was the fact that it was trying so hard to convince me that it wasn't, but it completely was. And I found that really, really uh, annoying and awful. Um, Cause yeah, they it, it. I mean, and it has this. You know, Robert Downey Jr. has this thing in it where he's trying to be very respectful of this woman, where this actress, where everybody else is, you know, pawing her and doing things like that. But he's always being very respectful. But it's still, it's still, doing sexist things and like all over the place. And the and the the Val Kilmer character being gay, it's just this setup to make a million homophobic jokes, but, Oh, he's in on it. That makes it okay. No, it doesn't. So yeah, that was my the, biggest issue.
2: The, the, I will, I will agree with you, Cheryl, on all of those points. Uh, and I, I, I also want to say the thing I remember really hating the first time I watched this movie is that he is just called gay Perry. Right. And that well, is I mean, like what he's known as. And it's supposed to yeah. be funny because it's like Paris, like gay Perry, like, mm-hmm. It's is that right, and, they, and that in itself his, is supposed to be like, oh, haha, but it's never, never right. was that
1: funny,
0: <laughs> right? And every I didn't even put the Paris c- thing
1: together, interesting. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what, I mean, uh, <laughs> but like every single character who encounters him has to make some comment about, mm-hmm. oh, he's gay, oh, look, that's gay, oh, gay, and you know, and he's doing it too. And I'm like, w- could you just relax about I, it a little I, bit? What is this?
2: I will say on this watch. Um, my second watch ever of this film and final perhaps the um, <laughs> I really did I found myself drawn to Val Kilmer's presence and performance yeah. just because whenever he showed up I felt okay I was like okay the movie's okay he's, I don't he's, know I why. sort of I voice of him, reason yeah, yeah
0: I liked him as a as a you know a, minus his dialogue I liked him mm. you know <laughs> like yeah I agree with that he's like a calmer presence in it Mm -hmm. uh and and seems to give it a more maybe straightforward narrative drive in his scenes but uh yeah i had a lot of other issues with
4: that (laughs) Oh, I did like their back and forth though. For most of the film, like my, I think my favorite part of the whole movie is when Harry like puts the one bullet in the gun and spins it like <laughs> he's gonna play Russian roulette for a long time with a guy, <laughs> oh, and the very first shot just caps him in the head. Do you the know? Look Matt? on Val Kilmer's face when that happens, like slayed me so hard. And like their whole conversation about that afterwards just had me in stitches.
1: Oh yes. Ooh. But it was it, like, yes, to, Cheryl. To your point, of of course, I will agree that yes, there are many sexist jokes. There's lots of like I would say there's a few gratuitous shots of like boobs that we don't need at uh, all. Yeah, um, I and and to the whole like Nick, his nickname is Gay Perry thing. Yeah, and also I mean it was made in 2005. I'm not saying I love this yeah. movie because there's a gay guy in it. No one in their right mind would say that. I I would attribute it to like yes, the time period and B, the industry that he's in, um, and and more more like the, his circle and the people that call him that and him being okay with it. A, a, yes, it could be like a, well, they're gonna call me this, so I might as well just deal with it, which kind of seems to be his whole vibe throughout the movie. Kind of like you know, Andrew I said, get... he just comes in and shows up and like, what's going on, whatever, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> but, yeah, I get... but yes, no, I, I completely understand your points there. They're incredibly valid. <laughs>
4: Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, it is a genre that's like you know, guys are guys and Danes are yeah, 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 right. Well,
2: but, and this is this is leaning into that so hard because, like I said, it's like it wants to be a parody at times, mm-hmm. but it 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 doesn't always commit to that.
0: Right. Yeah, I mm-hmm. agree with that. Or and if yeah, it does, I it just, doesn't
4: always come off as a as a parody to me. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Yeah.
0: Right. And I get you know, I I. I get that that's sort of the, you know, the world these characters were in, but it's just to me, that writing choice is what makes it awful. So that, that this was how Shane Black wanted to present this, you know, when there were other better ways to do that and without making it like such a bit, like I've never met anybody who speaks like that, even in 2005. And, you know... I mean, it's a it's a stylistic choice, it's a a scripting choice, a dialogue choice, uh, and I think it was just really the wrong one.
4: Well, I but. see. I can't jump on it and bash it for that because I am such a Tarantino fanboy, and no one talks like uh-huh. his characters either. Oh <laughs> so, no, no, you know, and I, I
0: mean, I but I'm yeah, but uh, to me that's a very different thing because even though yes, some of the Tarantino characters are very racist, whatever, it works in like it's it's you and i know a lot of people have a lot of issues with it in tarantino movies and i totally get that too it's just to me that has a little more story value a little more character it has like it. The, ah, okay. the weight
2: the weight yeah it. yes
0: exactly the weight and whereas this was just like uh i'm just gonna write this like it there was nothing to back it up and it was just so gratuitous that yeah, this was it didn't we can nod yeah
2: well and because of that fourth wall breaking narration it feels like it's you know our main character Harry is making these choices in a way
1: Yeah. Yeah in a bit. I yeah and I and I guess I would say that so yeah and, and I mean I don't mean any what I'm about to say, but as an example, Cheryl, if I like said hateful aid is terrible because they're abusing women and they're racist the whole time, which, of course, I don't think I think it serves the story's purpose. Mm-hmm. You enjoy that movie, of course, with all of these caveats, because you're like, yeah. here's the story. Here's the time they're yeah. doing this yeah. They're doing that. It makes sense to you. You don't like this movie because there's no there's nothing for it to sit on to t- right. t- t- it's just right. kind of and I'm there. not and I okay. would, I'm
0: not saying you're wrong to like it. I'm just saying.
1: No, yeah, no, and that makes sense no, because to me, I like no... the underlying stuff as well as the yeah. the icing on top. So yeah. yeah, so I can eat the whole cake and, and not feel bad about <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> metaphors brought to you by: Beth. Whereas
0: I, whereas I failed to even see that there was a cake there.: so. Yeah.
1: There's a, to you, there's just like a half-empty tube of icing on the counter.
0: <laughs> right. A half a half of a finger oh no (laughs) i did laugh at the scene with the dog Uh, yeah the scene with the
1: dog
3: was pretty funny oh so many
1: i don't know i love all the bits i love there's certain lines of dialogue that i do like and yeah joe like i completely agree like and that that just kind of shane black's calling card though is he just writes stuff for fun he just writes it because why not i'm not going to hold this up on a pedestal and say it's the greatest film ever but like if i want to have fun I'll put this on.
4: <laughs> and, and I can't see that because I totally get Robert Downey Jr. says this is his calling card that got him Iron Man. Yep. And the moment he started rapid fire talking, I'm like, oh, I see it. I totally see it. I get it. Uh, but I do find it interesting. We've been talking a little while on this and none of us have brought up Michelle Monaghan's character, Harmony.
1: She, yeah, did, she did an incredible job with the character, but like, the, the The character's purpose in the story is very much like a thing to bounce around,
5: yeah there's not much <laughs> unfortunately there. Yes.
1: yeah yeah very uh, unfortunately.
0: A, a dame a dame to look at and yeah, just to plug in wherever you need something, but I like yeah, it's not...
1: It's not I like her her character. character and I like kind of how she ended up in, like like i I like her her like small origin story or whatever, and I like how she ended up there. And and her way of kind of navigating LA because she, she it's it's like Harry says or whatever, it's like every crazy girl ended up in LA, I don't know how. But it's 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 like her trying to uh A find her sister and B sort of navigate LA and play off of those tropes of like, oh yes, I'm a stupid dumb girl, but actually no I'm not Yeah, I would argue all of this is written by Shane Black, so it doesn't quite hit the mark of, like, if a woman writer were to have written that character, obviously. But I don't know. It's entertaining. And I like her her, uh, repartee with, uh, with Robert Downey Jr.
0: I didn't understand why, at a certain point in the movie, Perry started to really intensely care about what happened to her. I was like, did they really have much interaction before that? So I was a little bit like, why does he care so much all of a sudden? I don't know. That kind of threw me. Maybe I missed something while I was looking at my phone. It's distinctly possible. But uh, <laughs>
2: I'm, Yeah, I'm trying to remember as well. I remember they have a nice moment when something happens, but I feel like that's way towards the end.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, so well, I and, like, oh, and I right. think it might have been just because he, he knew that her life was in danger or was this even yeah. before like all of the stuff started snowballing? I don't I don't remember. I feel exactly
0: like
2: he way. didn't <laughs> even buy into her case until like right at the end, you know, You're the right. last Well, like, yeah, cuz about
1: midway through uh he's just like, "Oh, this is w- when the sister was st- still missing." He's just like, "Oh, the sister, she killed herself." And then he just like didn't didn't care cuz cuz he's a PI. Yeah. <laughs> hey,
4: can yeah, we talk about this- that? Like, the whole yeah. reason her sister killed herself is because oh. Harmony had lied to her, and when that hits, it was just kind of like, oh, that's a bummer. Like, there was <laughs> right? there was no emotional fallout for that character for that whatsoever. Like, oh, you've been telling your little sister forever that her dad was this famous actor guy because your real father was a, a scumbag, and it, then she gets to LA and the person she thinks is her father is also a scumbag and ends up killing herself. And it's all because these stories and then Harvey's just kind of like, Oh, all right. So I guess that happened.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I would have liked a little bit more on that. I I think if they had used that part of the plot to ground the story Mm -hmm. a bit more, I would have, I would have liked it more, but it was just Mm. like, well, and you
0: get a. I'm sorry, like what Cheryl
3: ahead. was saying was, why is this happening? Why is that happening? Uh, that, I, <laughs> that I would have I would have appre- you know I would have gotten into it. A little more meat on the story bones, mm-hmm. I guess.
0: Yeah, and you get you do get a moment where Perry kind of deals out some uh punishment Slapping. for what was done. Yeah, and I was like, where did that come from all of a sudden? Like, where? how did he get there? And why did he go do that? And what did that accomplish? And,
2: and why are we seeing it?
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. It was the scene went nowhere. Nobody learned anything. Uh, it was not satisfying in any way because uh, it just was like, oh, well, all of a sudden, here's this character, you know? And I was like, well, that was weird.
1: <laughs> the whole, I will agree that the ending is v- it's it's we- it's it's like Andrew said where it's trying to make fun of itself but it to me it doesn't quite hit the mark to me it's like you're running really fast and then you all of a sudden try to stop and so you kind of like <laughs> trip a little bit before you skid to a stop and so it's like oh we thought Perry died and now he's back and then he makes fun of the fact that the the guy you thought was dead came back so they show all the dead people like walking into frame yeah. like eh and then and then like from there we go right to the the father scene which is very much like a what? happening yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah i think Barry it's meant to be work. as like I like it was um, a
3: flashback at, be, at the beginning mm. it
1: was oh, kind oh. of sh- yeah he uses so many different like filters and and weird saturations yeah. that every anytime you change to something different you're like what time what time is it
2: <laughs> well and they they do a couple of um like cutaway gags which were you know that was the style yeah, yes 2005 oh, but yeah But Seeing it now is like Oh <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah it hasn't really aged very well <laughs> or, or as
4: Harry said I've seen Lord of the Rings We're not going to have 20 endings to this movie
1: Yes yes See See the lines are funny <laughs> uh.
3: It's on my list We'll be right back
0: Hi, this is Cheryl. You've heard me on It's On My List, but have you heard me on my long-running show, Movies Made Me? Every two weeks, I sit down with a guest who shares the five movies that made them who they are. We also go beyond movies to talk about three other things that influenced them to be them. You'll hear from everyone from a coffee shop waitress to Clancy Brown as we delve into the movies that shaped our philosophies, careers, and lives. Hear it on mmmpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio.
4: But going back to the dad scene though, like that would have been the point where I th- I was like, oh Harmie's gonna come in and have this like just screaming, knockdown, drag out, yelling match with her dad. And then that'll be the emotional payoff that we're going to get. And like, we never got that, but I was happy that Perry went up there and was smacking him around, even though he was Mm -hmm. an invalid and, and, you know, bedridden. I did get some satisfaction off of that, but yeah, yeah. I I was a little disappointed that uh, we didn't get any kind of real payoff with the actual
1: storyline. Yeah. If it were a drama, that probably would have happened. And um, I, I I have this movie on DVD. Don't shame me. I also have it signed by Corbin Burnson because I got to meet Corbin oh, Burnson, and he well, said he cool. he's like, oh, I haven't signed one of these in a while. Like I'm like <laughs> I like this movie, and he's like I had a great time. He's a good guy.
0: And <laughs> he was like, why? <laughs> what, it's, well, it's
1: either copies of Psych or LA Law for him. So I also got him to sign uh, yeah. Psych, but. Um, uh, you mean the, the movie that, that I killed my real daughter was having sexual relations <laughs> with my okay, to, daughter? Okay, <laughs> to the, the movie to he that did, point, he probably did two
2: days on because he's so barely
1: right <laughs> <laughs> to that end. Uh, so I threw on the DVD and I I put on the commentary because I'd seen it a million times. And so it's uh it's Shane and Val Kilmer and Robert Downey Jr. talking, and they one of them does make a comment when they when they cut to. Uh, corbin doing something dastardly they're just like he agreed to do this movie before he knew what he was gonna have to do in it. <laughs> which makes a lot of sense oh, he gosh. was good in the role though i will say yeah, he was yeah. good in the role and then when they were introducing that whole subplot of uh harmony and her younger sister and sort of why they were all in la i think shane one of them mentioned probably shane he's just like oh yeah and it's it's sort of like kind of this dark fairy tale if you look close enough but he's like but but like but he's like the if if the movie were about that it wouldn't be this movie so he's like he's admitting that like that is just like a thin house of toothpicks to like lay lay whatever he's he's doing on top of it
0: by the way i do want to mention that we are doing this in december because it is technically a christmas movie
1: if shane black touched it there's christmas in it that's somewhere. true that is true <laughs> Uh, is maybe, the black maybe. house uh, decorated for Christmas, Cheryl?
0: Uh, not that I noticed. No, I go by during the day, but I didn't even see any lights or anything. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if the black if this parents live there. His mother, I don't know. There's a car that looks older. I don't know. Like <laughs> would it be said, funny it if his family hated the
4: mailbox. holiday and that's <laughs> yeah, why he makes that's every movie? That would make what, sense, actually.
0: I like what
1: happened, you
0: know that? Like Christmas if he was Jehovah's Witness or him. something
1: and never got to do it.
0: <laughs> oh yeah oh, no. i don't
1: know um you know Shannon, I, I Shannon
0: didn't like me <laughs> <laughs> i didn't get now that. i know why you didn't like this movie show
1: <laughs> kidding
2: i did want to take a moment to say so this is my first time seeing it since uh the nice guys came out the nice guys was like yeah only like Mm -hmm. three or four or five years ago. I don't remember how time time works anymore. Uh, Uh, Four
1: years, four years. Uh,
2: But I, uh, when I saw the nice guys, I was like the trailer had got me hyped for it i I don't think i had really thought of it as like oh like shane black from kiss kiss bang bang the movie that i didn't really care for but everyone else loved but when i saw the nice guys i came out of that going oh my god the nice guys is so great i love this movie so much the crackling dialogue the detective it's set in a time period everything yada yada so now watching kiss kiss bang bang with the nice guys in my head i'm going oh was this like Shane Black just wants to tell this kind of
1: story. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: And he found he found the better way to do it. I'm sorry. No, I would nice I guys. would agree
1: yeah. with you in that in that nice guys is like a better capital M movie mm. where where you're like I want to follow a cohesive story. I want to be entertained by these characters and I want to feel satisfied. Because even leave. even
2: the nice guys has an element of this. Like what you think the plot is isn't what the Plot. Like right. what they're investigating. Yeah. Oh, there's a yeah. secret investigation. There's, mm-hmm. there's, uh, you know. But it's in the that same, same two
1: characters. I mean, and same thing with Lethal Weapon. It's the same <laughs> two people.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's kind of fun that way to think of think of them in those in those roles mm-hmm. where where it's like, oh, this is the the guy who knows how to get things done, and then the guy who doesn't, mm-hmm. the screw up, and they kind of have to team up, even though you know they don't like each other or whatever forces them together. So, I mean, this is, you know, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang follows in that long line of, you know, uh, kind of buddy cop movies. But this is, they're just, uh, one's a private eye and the other one is a thief an idiot. turned actor <laughs> turned private eye. An idiot. <laughs> yeah, an idiot. Private eye.
1: <laughs>
4: uh. So I I did just figure out what movie I thought this was and I'm laughing at myself (laughs) (laughs) because I confused Kiss Kiss Bang Bang with the long kiss goodnight that he wrote back in the (laughs) mid-90s.
1: Yep. (laughs) Well, I've never seen that, but people did not like that movie,
4: right? No, it did not get good reviews. I I dug it. I I remember liking it, but uh, I've only watched it when it was at the cinema, so uh,
1: who knows if I like it now.
0: <laughs> oh god, I just looked it up. Yeah, I have never seen it.
1: I love that the top of the page says not to be confused with the long goodbye. <laughs> or yes, or <laughs> exactly kiss kiss bang bang.
0: <laughs> if I'm gonna watch like a takeoff on the Nora detective thing, I'm gonna watch the Big Lebowski. You know, I don't I don't wanna watch this movie ever again. <laughs>
1: Not to well put that's too a interesting point on it but. so I still haven't seen Big Lebowski. I Ooh. tried to Ooh. watch it. I think when I was too young and not too young yeah. in the sense of like oh I'm scared but too young in the like I hadn't seen enough movies to really get it. Well, and, <laughs> and, and it's yeah.
0: inter- it's interesting that you say like a second viewing of this one might work better because that's how Lebowski is you see it once and you go what did I just watch and then you watch it a second time and it starts to every time you watch it it gets better so I mean that element is there as well but I think it has a better you know starting place (laughs) I'm still at that part point in Lebowski like I still
3: don't know what I watched and I I have not (laughs) <laughs> I have not sat down and watched the whole thing through. I've bits and yeah. pieces over and over again, but I haven't really mm. had, you know, give it a good sit-down watch. My heart, mm. my heart. I know. For somebody doing that. <laughs> no, I knew, I, I knew, well, I, I just sat. Fan. I
0: just. I just sat here and consciously thought, just let it go. Don't go on a completely huge <laughs> tension here. Just, just be. We'll quiet. save that
1: for your episode, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> what what I will my say, tangent.
4: if I had seen this movie in 2005 when I was 30 years old, I think I probably would have really dug it because of the snappy dialogue. I would have, because I think I was still in that mindset back then but as a 45-year-old, I was just like, oh my God, will they just shut up?
1: <laughs> it's been done. <laughs> it has, well, yeah, it can become tiresome after a while. I don't know, and it's it's really funny. I totally did not put these two movies together, but Andrew, when you, you mentioned, you're like, oh yeah, they have the framing device of like he's narrating it or whatever, and I forgot this was even in the movie, and I had, I had it on like honestly in the background because I've seen it so many times, but they, they do the the shot where like oh the film is paused and it's like kind of stuttering in the in the mm-hmm. frame or whatever i'm like this is just emperor's new groove
2: i, I was waiting for you to come to that conclusion uh, uh,
1: wow. i'm like bethany what bethany yeah. this is this
2: is part of probably why you like that movie this movie <laughs> so much because
1: it's it reminds me uh, emperor's new Groove. well and, and, we, and, and what club. year what year was emperor's new Groove? and i didn't like 2001? okay 2000 so two, no 2000 so right,
2: um yeah <laughs> Well, so and
1: about every five years, Bethany gets a movie just for her. Nobody else. Well, and
2: they even do to to go beyond. They they pause the film. There's a even a part where they're re, he's reviewing the flashback and he says, yep. "Why why are these two people standing here?
1: Hey, move out of the way!" Yeah, and, and he you know, talks the characters to them. In
2: the movie, move because he's yelling at them.
1: Yeah, and I I don't know because I wouldn't I wouldn't point to Emperor's New Groove. At this age, like, if, like the first time I saw it When I was little, I'm like, oh my god, he scribbles On the screen, it's so funny uh-huh. But I wouldn't point to it now and be like, that's what Makes it cool, and I also wouldn't point to this movie And be like, that's what makes it cool Like, if you took out that Framing device of, of him narrating The whole time, and were still able To fit, because like, I don't even I don't even know half of his narration, like to me His narration is not that funny, what's funny is him And Val Kilmer are just like, making fun of each other The whole time, um, so I don't I don't know. Maybe it's just the device that, that uh comedies need to get off the ground. Uh at least the ones that I like. I don't know what that says about me.
0: I was staying quiet on that one too. I know. Well
1: no, and I'm I'm totally and well and at this point I think it was it must have been some some Dan Harmon quote or something where he's like, if I read another script that starts out with, "Hey, that's me sitting over there at that table," like it's it's so overdone, it's so dumb. At this point, it's it's stupid. The, in the early two thousands, it was yeah. kind of like the wink, wink, nudge, the, nudge. The classic
2: one yeah. is like a character in a really crazy situation, and they go, "Yep, that's me." <laughs> hey, you, I okay, bet you're so my I favorite
1: so my favorite movie is Ratatouille, and that's the exact <laughs> opening.
2: Uh huh. Because that came out in what 2006, right? So
1: it was in the time. Funny. I don't know why. I don't even like that framing device. Like truly, it's just a weird thread. I think you've here we go. You like you've peeked back. You you've found Bethany's like matrix coding or whatever. Like this is what Bethany likes. She doesn't know she likes it, but she does. but I don't uh, oh but you do uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of other movies I like now this is really frightening train your dra- no, I don't think How to Train Your Dragon has it Bethany's having a
0: breakthrough. Right I'm now. having
1: them break down <laughs> is what I'm having <laughs> Oy. Do, do we do we want to wa- I don't want to walk through every plot point because like like no, you people have I, said it's like How could kind of. you
0: <laughs> I think we've done well with that so.
1: I think the another <laughs> one thing I did want
2: to bring up is part of the the what I want to talk about the layers of parody that happen here is when you get to the end this character uh, Harry who is not uh, doesn't really handle guns, he kills, when he kills one of the bad guys, um, he has to, otherwise he was going to get killed. He, mm-hmm. he calls up Perry crying. He's like, oh my God, I killed a guy and all this. And then when he gets to the finale, they had, and they had talked about this earlier in the film. Oh, in these detective novels, they all get to the end and they have to save someone who's kidnapped and they shoot um, 16 guys. Oh yeah, it's always yeah. 16 guys. Ooh. I didn't keep track of counting because I didn't really care that much. But Robert Downey Jr., no. Harry does shoot a lot of guys in the finale yeah
0: it had to be 16 didn't it i mean i, I had 16 to is a that lot and i forgot well it, yeah,
2: every but, time i thought there was i was like he got all the guys another one would, appeared
0: yeah it would be it would be such a terrible thing to have said that such a specific number and then not follow through with it true <laughs> that that's really true But that's what i'm talking the layers of parody yes. it's
2: parody yes. and then the parody falls away like it just yeah it, it can't yeah. commit to that
3: <laughs> how about harry's ringtone was i will survive so
1: oh that was should, that was oh. just cheesy enough to be kind oh, cause of funny
0: oh because he's gay no because he survived no
1: because he doesn't die oh, but also
0: because he's gay <laughs> no
1: no i <laughs> will say the anthem I the, mean, you the know. one the one like I, and I'm, Cheryl probably hated this moment but for me it was really <laughs> funny was because was when was when they're all tied up and Perry is taunting the guy like ooh you didn't check down there did you and then he, and then he shoots him with the small gun in his pants okay yes ridiculous but then what does oh what does he say he's just like oh my gosh you had a gun in there he's just like yeah they never check there (laughs) and he's just like oh good for a second i thought it was a gay thing i'm like oh my god it's just so ridiculous and such the like this is what a stupid person would say that to me it's the moment is funny (laughs) i love watching dumb people say dumb things and then us having a smart person just go what are you talking about
2: I mean, I think the 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 thing about the movie's explanation when they wrap it up is that at at towards the end, uh, Perry has come up with a, a kind of what he thinks is going on. Him and Harry kind of figure they go, oh, he he has a fake, he faked uh, or he he committed his real daughter and has a fake daughter, oh yeah, so that he can get away with stealing all the money and then he dumped all the bodies, and then they find out no, it's actually. Uh, not that at all. It's that he was having an affair. Uh, he did commit, have the daughter committed, and just kill her, and then the other girl uh, uh, committed suicide. It's it's so it's it kind of yeah. doubles back on. It goes, oh, here's what if we were a movie, like you said, Bethany, yeah. capital M movie. <laughs> here's what the plot would be, and then it goes, no, this is uh, real life. So mm. none of those convenient things that tie together, none of those things tie together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which, yeah, I would agree is another, like, thread in a tapestry that's kind of falling apart. Because there's so many left turns, and and this is happening, no, that's happening, no, this is happening, no, that... Which, again, is another layer of, like, oh, it's parodying all the plot twists and all the spy movies you've ever watched. And, yeah. <laughs> to me, it's like you're riding a roller coaster and you're going so fast you don't really care where it's going. <laughs> I just have fun. Mm.
2: I mean, this to me is more like if I'm at a at a fair that I've never heard of before, and uh, I'm a little scared that this roller coaster won't come to a you're, good ending. Oh, those are the yeah, best you're rides. Just,
0: you're just <laughs> not sure those carnies put it together right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Generally, I, I don't care for movies that throw twists and turns at you. At all like when it's obvious, then I'm I'm full on. My defenses are up. I'm like, oh, you're not getting me. You're not, you're not <laughs> fooling me with another twist and turn. So auto, automatically, I, my defenses were up on this movie. But mm. there were some things. I did I did like um, Val Kilmer very much. I loved Robert Downey yeah. very much. I did not like his character, but I, I liked how he played it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, and this was one of, if not the first movie that Robert did after going to prison, yes. um, right. which is why they got him to be in such a, like, like uh, the uh, small small ish budget movie, I mean, this wasn't like a huge thing It was made for like fifteen <laughs> I'm just seeing this now, budget fifteen million box office fifteen point eight million <laughs> <So> it <laughs> hey, <just perfect. laughs> made it back, which they probably sucked out of advertising anyway right. um so yeah, and the the to me it's kind of like a hidden gem in in that sort of sense, um where nobody wanted to hire Robert Downey Jr. And he's like, okay, I'll do this movie. And I end up loving this movie. And he ends up getting Iron Man because of this movie. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of like a cool link in a chain in, in, in that sort of sense. I do
3: love the nod for, um, I forget what, of course, I don't remember who it was, where they had a similar situation where a famous person yes. woke up in somebody's bed. Oh, just they like, totally
1: did that on purpose. Well, yeah, because that's, how, 30, that's yeah. how Harmony got to the party. They're like, oh, here's right. how so-and-so got to the party. And they, they do the... um. It was like some RoboCop sort of thing, right. like drunkenly right. staggering into her apartment. And it was funny, uh, during the commentary, they, they kind of went quiet during that section. I'm like, yes, <laughs> it's funny, Robert. Laugh.
2: Um, I do... This, this really... Um, I hadn't uh, thought of this until I was rewatching this movie. I went, oh, this is um, part of uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s effort to just play detectives in things. He just, he <laughs> what loves What other playing, detectives has he played? Well, the most famous one of all, Sherlock Holmes.
0: That's Ow. right. I like those movies. And I also, uh, <laughs> this is
2: a, a, another not very good film, but he was in a film, I believe it was called The Singing Detective, and he played the.
0: Oh, right. I had that on the DVR for a long time and never watched it.
2: Yeah, it's not not worth it, Cheryl. I'm sorry to say.
0: All right. Well, no, that's good. I'm glad I I think I, I took it off that. eventually.
2: It's weird. <laughs> I'll I'll say it's more weird than you think it is. The Singing Detective was like a like a take on noir as well. Oh, like I'm that.
1: remembering this now. Okay. It well, it was like a Perry Mason sort of thing. It was I
2: can't even really remember. He it's like he's a it's like the the johnny gossamer it's yeah 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 yeah. but it's like come to life he's like the author or something and he thinks he's the detective he thinks he's the detective
4: i want to see this movie actually it's got Eh, him and robin robin wright and the little blurb is from his hospital bed a writer suffering from a skin disease hallucinates musical numbers and paranoid plots
2: I don't it's remember based off the musical numbers thing. at all. I'll tell you that
0: one. It's got a it's got a whole five and a half stars on IMDb. It's got a Woo-hoo. banging cast though, for the
4: most part. <laughs> Unfortunate Mel Gibson addition, but other than that,
0: oh, it's got Adrian Brody, John. Katie Pulido. Holmes,
4: like I'm in it for just Robert oh, Downey Saul and, Bob and Ryan. I
0: like I like Saul Rubinick. I don't know why.
4: And Alfred Woodward.
0: Mm-hmm. All kinds of people. So are we done with this movie? See, that's what this movie <laughs> needed <laughs> musical numbers. Now that we're looking at IMDb for other things that yeah.
1: Sounds uh, like we're done. I mean Oops, I'll watch it over and over again. Did did we I was hey, saying did look, we, we all did have we
2: cover, our movies uh, like that, you know? Did we cover Val Kilmer enough? Have we given him We enough? like
1: Val Kilmer.
0: I like I do like Val Kilmer, just on in, in a general sense. Yeah. He's a likable guy and out there doing his thing still. I like him.
2: I I like to think that scene where um when they first meet at the party, Perry and Harry and Perry gets in his car and Harry's up on the stairs. I'd like to think someone took that and re-edited it into their fan film where um Tony Stark meets Bruce Wayne.
1: <laughs> That's <Nice>. definitely happened. <laughs>
2: Because he's getting in the, you know, the nice I fancy car, yes, and Robert Downey Jr. is walking downstairs of a big fancy house. It kind of looks like, you know,
1: <laughs> Andrews having it, ideas.
4: Yeah. I just
2: th- that gave me a little smile when I saw that. Oh, it's a Batman meets Iron Man.
4: <laughs> you see, with all the Val Kilmer love for this one, now I really can't wait until we can schedule a time to watch Tombstone for
1: this I show. I knew you were going to oh, say Tombstone. Yeah, so I, love, I still haven't I love, seen it also. I but. love
0: Tombstone, and I love him especially in Tombstone. That's like ultimate Val Kilmer right there.
3: My name is Alisa and I can be found on Twitter at thisalisa.
2: I'm Andrew Lindy and you can find me on other podcasts such as Nothing New, a remake podcast where my co-host and I every month talk about film remakes. Uh and you can find other podcasts that I've been a part of at benviewnetwork.com and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at podcasterandrew.
1: I'm Bethany Brinton. I'm a musician and composer. You can find me on all the social things at Bethany Brinton. And we are It's On My List. You can find us at all the social things at It's On My List pod. Uh, And if you want to send us an email, it's It's On My List pod at gmail.com. Let us know if you like this movie. Let us know if you don't like this movie. And let us know just some general movies that you think should be on our list.
0: Uh, I am Cheryl Jones. You can find my personal social media at SpeedwayCJ on all the places Uh, and uh you can listen to five years of movies made me podcast uh everywhere you get your podcasts and like i have said a thousand times before eventually i will be doing my new show uh, my core four uh so keep your eyes open for that
4: And I'm Joe Myers. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Myers. I also co-host a horror podcast called The Podcast Macabre. You can find us at PodcastMacabre.com and find all our social media presence from there. And this has been It's On My List.